Welcome everyone to the Directed IRA podcast with Mark Kohler and Matt Sorensen. We are here together. Together. Wow, we're touching each other right now, just <laughs> yeah. in, in appropriate ways. But uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you get the pleasure of uh, no split screen. No, this is uh, live and in the flesh. I'm in the studio here with Mark, where you know you always get to see him looking all you know cool with his background. Yeah, and now his you good look light. Yeah. yeah, is that what it is? It's just the lighting. <laughs> you know what? It was my okay. good looks. Now yeah. the truth comes out. Yeah, it's definitely it's just all the lighting, guys. Um, yeah. Well, today, uh, since we're together, we said we got to do a cool topic today. Yeah, something we haven't done in a while. And we've been, it's true, we've been a little too hyped up maybe on crypto and some chunking strategies and backdoor Ross and the deadlines coming up. We thought we got to get back to our core. Yeah. What's our core? The bread and butter, real estate, you know? Well, that's the oldest investment in the book, isn't it? Like I, owning real yeah. estate. I mean, it's not the oldest business, yeah. you know. Maybe Cain and Abel, they were like, Cain's like, get off my land. Yeah. And he I'm hit Abel with a rock. He said, yeah, this is mine. But I think more people have, <laughs> you know, made millions in real estate than anything else. Yeah. Uh, family fortunes have been won and fought over it. So we want to talk about how you- Wars can, have been fought. Wars have been fought. Fought over real yes. estate. Yes. Yeah. Not just family squabbles. Yeah. And we want to give a shout out to our producer, director, key grip, gaffer, and lunch runner, Corey White, the Magnificent. We'll get him (laughs) on camera here someday, but he's done a great job. We're here in the studio together. uh, Yeah. Just breaking it down. I think it's a treat for many of you that listen because our comedy is going to be better because it's faster. I think so. Play off each other. And no, talk you be the judge. You be okay. the judge. All right. So we need to cover some quick news before we get to this. I ran next door to the hair salon. Our studio was really incognito. You wouldn't know. It's like know. The, it's like a red door. You just gotta. Yeah. Is it red or green? What color? No, it's, it's a, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's a it's, it's a blue door. Yeah. It's a red door. <laughs> Something yeah. that you want to paint. But for. next door we have the hair salon and all the ladies. They did our hair and makeup today. So. No, they're they're about. They did marks. They did marks. This is uh, this is me off the plane uh, in a rental car drive away. So, um, so I ran over there to get the news. I ran over there to get, and I've got the star this week, and it's pretty volatile. Megan is causing problems for the monarchy. Yeah, Harry married an American, and that's not what Europe or Britain needed. Was an American jacking up there. Monarchy, and then Brad and Jolina. They're, sorry, Jolina, Angelina. Brad and Angelina are still going at it. So if you if you haven't picked up your most recent copy, The Star, in conjunction with the Wall Street Journal, this is most yeah. important news out there. So. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for Mark. What would we do without him? I mean, what would we do without him? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I I mean, I still love Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You know. Yeah. Um, great show, Brad and. Angelina, to, you know, I hope, yeah. hope you the best and your yeah. kids too, of course. But yeah. when we're talking about real estate, if I can, how do I transition out of that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> God, thank, thank <laughs> uh, back to what we want to talk about. Um, at least I want to talk about. Mark yeah. would probably be good over with going over that. But we're going to talk about rentals with your IRA, flips with your IRA, and the vacation home. Yeah. Airbnb, VRBO, however you're doing it. Uh, we've had a Hundreds, thousands of clients do each of these strategies. Um, and Mark and I do these ourselves. Um, so we'll talk about those and just give you some insights on what to think about and how you pull it off. Yeah. Now, I want to clarify that. Matt said, you may have felt Matt just said hundreds of thousands. 
of clients of ours. As it was hundreds, hundreds comma thousands. Thousands, yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we like to think we're a big deal, but not hundreds of thousands, <laughs> just hundreds and thousands yes, of, yeah, of people. Right, yeah, right. yeah. So um, Matt and I have also done so many, uh, some real, not so many, but a number of real estate projects in our own personal IRAs. Okay, first disclaimer for anybody that might be new, or I should say first definition, we need to get clear on. And for those of you that maybe someone shared this podcast with you, thank you for being here. We've uh, been doing podcasts for over 10 years. We have millions of downloads. We do. Um, this is the most recent platform we've chosen is a podcast specifically tailored to self-directing. And please get into the podcast history and listen to some basic shows if this is completely new to you. But one of the definition, definitions I want to give right off the bat is when we say buying real estate, rentals, flips, or vacation homes in an IRA, that includes Roths, 401ks, SEPs, Simples. Health savings account. Health savings account. Education savings accounts. Yeah. All those accounts you can self-direct and buy real estate. Yeah. So that when we okay. say IRA, from now on, the rest of the show, yeah, that could be a Roth, traditional... And there's group 401ks that are getting more and more flexible, not as many by any means. Don't rush into your 401k department at McDonald's and say, I want to self-direct. They'll throw food at you, but you're not. Yeah. Only at Burger King can you do that because <laughs> the 401k at Burger King, you can have it your way. <laughs> Dude, that is a new one. Oh my gosh. Corey, you've never heard that one. We get yeah. in here live and man, you, that yeah. one, it's just spontaneous. Yeah. The Burger King 401k employees, they're like, they can buy yeah. real estate. The McDonald's ones, no. no. You, you can buy, you know, a mutual fund. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now, for those uh, lawyers working at the Burger King organization, uh, that you have the full copyright and we give, in fact, we want to give you a plug. Go eat Burger King today. So you, yeah. Now we're good. Mm -hmm. we're, yep. out of the, we're out of the hot yep. seat. You're welcome. We're on your side. We're um, well, let me say just... <laughs> You know, what's the process here to start? Like what's ground, like the first thing you got to do. The first thing you got to do is get out of the current account you typically have. Let's say okay. you're in a IRA at TD Ameritrade or Fidelity. If you go there and say, I want to buy real estate, I want to do this flip. I'm going to flip a property in my IRA. And you call up your advisor or you call up, you know, your E-Trade account. And you're like, hey, I want to do this. They're like, you can't do it. You can buy stocks, bonds, and mutual funds because that's what we sell. So if you want to do this, you need to move your account to a self-directed IRA custodian, like our company, Directed IRA, where we let you do real estate if you want. Yeah. And let me give you an example. This was literally the phone call I had while you were in the conference room on your phone okay. call. Right. So Matt showed up in Idaho today and I got a phone call from a local number, which is, I thought, oh, it must be the dealership. I got to go pick up my car. Okay. That's what I thought it was. And nope, it was a um, a local uh real estate developer. Mm -hmm. And in Idaho, he, he had got my number from a friend of the family who works at Edward Jones. Ooh, I'm going to leave it at that because I, the Edward Jones buddy of his said, you want to buy real estate? You got to call Mark and Matt. They're the experts. And I was, I was flattered. Yeah. And I told him, he's like, what are you doing in Idaho? And I'm like, Dude, let me tell you who we are. And he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky that you're down the road. But anyway, here's the point. I said, your Edward Jones guy told you about us? He goes, yeah. I go, he could be fired for that. <laughs> he could. You can't just say, 
oh, you know, this isn't like Miracle on 34th Street where open the yellow pages. If we don't have it, we'll find it for you at a better price, whatever. Edward Jones is not allowed to just send their customers away with a two or $300,000 IRA. Yeah. That's what he had. And I was like, um, why did he do that? And he goes, well, he's a really, really close friend. And it was kind of hush hush. And mm-hmm. so um, that's the what you're up against. So yeah. any of you out there that have an IRA. Which or, is so sad, right? That's yeah. Just, like just tell people, help them get what they want, you know? <laughs> So, so now it's tax free. So if you have a Roth IRA or you have a traditional IRA, let's say it's at Edward Jones or wherever, you're going to go over to directed IRA, our company. And we're just, it's like going from Merrill Lynch to Morgan Stanley or Mm -hmm. Bank of America to Fidelity with your IRA account. Okay. We're just, you're going from Edward Jones to directed IRA. And if you have a Roth IRA there, you're going to set up a Roth IRA with us here at directed IRA. Now, Matt makes that sound so easy, but. And there's, we have a lot of videos on the process. No, 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 no. What I'm talking about is. You're going through a breakup. Now, I don't want to bring Corey into this because he's a single guy and he has breakups all the time. Yeah. And do you want to talk about your breakup? It wasn't easy. Can I just say that? Okay. He's, he's not enjoying this. Okay. It was not easy. You know, he was a wreck over here. He's in tears, huddled up in a corner when I walk in in the morning. So what I'm saying is there is, I keep, I, I, want, I came back to this yeah. Edgar Jones things again. This is a political situation. It is not going to be easy sometimes. I had a call yesterday from a client that was trying to get out of Morgan Stanley. Yeah. And they were just being a butthead. So it's not the company itself, but th- a lot of these financial advisors that you've been working with for years, they're not excited for you to take your money and go buy real estate because they don't get a commission for that. They want to sell you stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. So I will just say in summary, I love Matt's practical point. Figure out what you got. You want to do some real estate, rentals, flips, or vacation homes. We're going to come to that in a moment. But you got to get your money to the place to do it. And when you break up, breakups aren't easy. You know? I mean, Taylor Swift made a career on breakups. <laughs> you know, she's got won Grammys for basically the the breakups. Okay, yep. <laughs> so <laughs> is she? In the, I got to see. Is she in Star this week? I okay, know, I, I will find out. Taylor what, Swift. What T Swift's been up to? So yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's break it down here. And each one of these is a little unique, but a similar process. So the first thing to know, if you're new to this, and again, we have a whole, we have so much content on self-directed IRAs that you come on. But let me just hit some ground rules. You're not buying the property. Your IRA is. Just like your IRA could buy Facebook stock or your IRA could invest in a mutual fund. Your IRA is buying real estate, Okay. Your IRA is going to put the money down to get it. Your IRA is going to get the income on it. Your IRA is going to pay the expenses on it. You're not involved. If this is Matt Sorensen's IRA, I'm not touching it. I'm not getting the money. I'm not sending money. It's going all in and out of my IRA account. And my IRA is on title to the property. I love it. And that's option one. Yeah. And it's not as common because it can be a little clunky because if you got to call pest control or you need to pay for some services to be done at your rental you're not in the mix. So you got to call yeah. the custodian, yeah. the trust company, call us yeah. to do it. And we're now you s- could use a property manager. Yeah. If you're going to have your IRA own real estate directly, and it's like, let's say a rental or something like that, or even like the Airbnb or the flip, you're going to need a property manager in the middle, typically, that's going to help get the money, pay the bills. Yeah. But still, you know, it's an extra hand yeah. in the pot you yep. may not Might appreciate. So this expense. brings us to oh, the LLC. Yeah. And so I think I'm going to just come out and say it right now. If you're going to buy rentals, 
flip properties or buy vacation homes, all three and uh, are viable options. And we have hundreds, if not thousands of clients doing that. Thousands. Um, we have the thousands. LLC is, yeah, we do have thousands. The LLC is the way to go. It's the best structure to open a bank account, Ooh, which I want to talk about today. I went to the bank yesterday and opened an LLC for my IRA bank account. I got, I got a trick. Okay. You're going to love it. And <laughs> so you're going to want an LLC. Now, someone called me the other day and said, I need an, an uh, what do you call it? A real estate IRA. I'm like, there's no such thing as a real estate IRA. It's an IRA that's going to invest in an LLC that's going to buy real estate. So you want to kind of get that terminology down too, because it'll help you as you deal with professionals yeah. assisting you. Yeah. And so you have the IRA account. Okay. Your money came over from, let's say, Edward Jones. Now it's at your directed IRA account, which you can self-direct. You could buy real estate. You could buy crypto or do all these things you can do with self-directed IRAs. But you're going to put it into an LLC that the IRA owns 100%. Now, the reason, Marks, we're bringing that up, there's two reasons why you may want to use the LLC. One, you're going to get a bank account for the LLC. The IRA is going to invest its cash into the LLC's bank account. Now, who owns the LLC? The IRA. You're the manager, though, of the LLC. We have a whole episode just on the IRA LLC, different structuring options and rules. Now, as manager of the LLC, you're not getting paid. You have no ownership interest. You're not getting a salary. But you're like president of the corporation. Manager of an LLC is like president of the corporation. You get a sign-on stuff. You're going to be the signer on the bank account. Now the LLC goes out to buy the property. So let's say it was called ABC Investments LLC. ABC Investments LLC is the buyer on a contract. You're signing as manager. You already have the bank account set up. And Mark can talk about this. But you're going to sign the check and cut it and cut the check. You're going to receive the rental income in the LLC bank account. If it's the flip, you know, you're well, hold the on. Before you go to flip, slow down. Time. <laughs> All right. Woo. Some of you are like, man, that's a lot, you know, drinking from a fire hose. No, you're good. You're good. You're on a roll. You're on a roll. Let's let me let's slow down the record table turn turntable. Let's slow down yeah. the turntable okay. here for just a minute. Little <laughs> 80s throwback there. Yeah. For some of you like, what's that? Um, you're too young. Okay, so step one, you've got IRA money somewhere, or you want to contribute to an IRA, do a rollover. Step two, open a self-directed account, get that money over there. Step three, this is going to be a new uh, her, uh, a new frontier for many of you. So I would suggest you immerse yourself in a little bit of education. You're doing it now with this podcast. Please go back and listen to a number of these podcasts. Learn how these accounts operate. Get the book, SDIRA Handbook. Self-directed IRA Self-directed IRA Handbook. handbook. Oh, sorry. You go to SDIRAHandbook.com, the Self-Directed IRA Handbook. Up here on the wall, behind Matt Sorensen here on the on mm-hmm. the wall. Start it's reading that book. book. And then step three. So step three is get some education going. Do it on a weekend. Just have a weekend snuggling up to Matt Sorensen's book. So romantic. <laughs> uh, option. Then step four, call and get an appointment with one of the lawyers to get your LLC going. We will move mountains to have that meeting with you as soon as possible. Don't cut corners and think you, you can go just have done this on LegalZoom or some doc service. Because the main goal of that meeting is not to just get the LLC up. It's to understand what happens next. That list of questions you have, that's what the lawyer's there to do for you. And so, how you operate the LLC. Yeah. Like, like you need a little crash course on how to operate the thing. It's like buying a car, but you don't even know where the, how to turn it on or which one's the brake or gas, you know? Like, we need to kind of walk through how it works. And now it's not rocket science, but it does take a little education. And that's 
that's what we're going to be a resource for in the long run. And that's included with the setup of the LLC. You come with a list of questions. Use the lawyer to really break down some of those questions. Meanwhile, directed IRA or in the real estate project, your realtors, whatever's going on, that'll keep moving along as well. So you're kind of orchestrating. You're playing Mm -hmm. orchestra. Symphony? Yeah. What do you call the guy that's doing the the conductor? Conductor. You're the conductor of the... I'm trying to get a lot of words out here. You're the conductor of this orchestra. And you got to realize there's going to be moving parts at the same yeah, time. Like Mr. Holland's opus. Yes. You're Mr. Holland. That's right. Or was he with the conductor? He was. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, if you're going to throw it on a movie, when I said this is New Frontier, what do you think of? I watched Back it two nights ago. No. <laughs> Star Trek, The New Frontier. No, Star Trek. Okay. The Last Frontier. The new Star Trek stuff's pretty good. Is it really? I mean, like, this over, like, Chris Pine. What's the one? Oh, yeah. yeah those the movies. Yeah, yeah. The movies with Chris Pine. Yeah, He's a stud. I met him. Oh, I met Chris Pine yeah. at a fundraiser. He's not as tall as you think. In oh. Wonder Woman, that he he they oh, yeah. he was a little shorter. They had a lot of scenes, mm. kind of like a Tom Cruise, mm. freaking awesome actor, but a little shorter. So when you have these women leads, mm. you got to work around that. Anyway, so Good this is a new frontier, <laughs> and you're going to learn a little bit about this. You're going to get the lawyer <laughs> on the phone, and you're going to set up the LLC. If you have to wait a few days to get the LLC going, that's okay because you're going to be orchestrating these other moving parts. So. Now your LLC is up and funded. You got a little bit of education behind you. You had a meeting with a lawyer. You're understanding what happens next. Now we can talk about these three asset classes, rentals, fix and flips, and vacation properties. So let's just hyper-focus on rentals for a minute. So I got my LLC formed, which you could combine other IRA accounts in creating or your own cash. That's what the lawyer's going to help you do. You may say, well, I don't have enough IRA money to buy a rental. Ooh, we can talk about hard money loans. Well, we're going to get them to hard money loans in a minute. But non-recourse loans to buy the rental, putting other accounts into the LLC, that's what the lawyer's there for. So Matt, I got my LLC formed. I got enough money. Maybe I've got an offer on a piece of real estate. <clears throat> what do you do next? That's when <coughs> Excuse me. That's when it really okay. comes together. All right, now... Let's break it down into the rental. Okay. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Rental. <clears throat> okay. That was me. I said okay. rental. Okay. I, I had like a cough. So, so I was you're, like, you're was distracted. distracted. Okay. Just, you know. I'm going to read this okay. article on Britney Spears okay. while you All do right. that. All right. You come okay. back here in a moment. I'll okay. bring you up to speed on Britney. Okay. Britney's back? She's coming back. Oh, okay. I'm on. <laughs> it's free Britney. Have you heard of the free Britney movement? Yes, I have. Yeah. yeah it's right here. <laughs> Update. Update. All right. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> Okay, the first thing you want to think about is you need enough money to buy the property and you want to have enough in reserves. You know, when you buy real estate in your personal name, it's like, ah, the AC unit went out. I'll just, I mean, if you don't have the cash, just put it on the credit card. You know, when you're talking about your IRA though, don't put 200 grand into an LLC to buy a single family rental that's $200,000. Okay, you're not going to be able to close and cover your closing costs. If you have a tenant out for one month, you're not going to be able to cover the, the mortgage payment if you had one. Now, if you bought with cash, you know, you wouldn't have that, but you're not be able to cover just the operating costs or the AC unit goes out, whatever it may be. So we always like to make sure you have some extra cash on hand or in other IRAs. They could be at other IRAs. You could move over later if you needed. But I just want to say that. Make sure you have additional cash. Don't blow the whole thing to buy the property. Um, the second thing we should probably know is you can get a non-recourse loan. So a lot of people ask, well, what if I don't want to spend all the money. I have 200 grand, Matt, but I I want to buy three properties, three rentals instead of instead of just one. Can I get mortgages? 
On those properties, yes, you can get what's called a non-recourse loan. You cannot get a regular mortgage where you sign for it, they run your credit, you make a personal guarantee. You're going to need a non-recourse loan to go get it, which requires about 30 to 40% down, but your IRA can get those loans. And then you could have more purchasing power. You could buy more properties. Okay. I love all that. Great summary. Now, as an aside, this is a good chance to point out that this last weekend, we held our sixth annual Directed IRA Summit, the Self-Directed IRA Summit. Uh, If you missed it, it's okay. It was fully recorded. And what was fun is we went on a live location on a rental project that did not have any loans on it which was Mm -hmm. good. So it was a rental property bought and rehabbed with an IRA. And we did that on location during the summit. And we had a whole section just dedicated to this topic. So uh, again, this is a podcast where we're sometimes only able to brush the surface. So please get the book, go buy the summit. It was a couple hundred bucks to just watch almost 12 hours. Yeah. It was two days of amazing jam-packed information. Yeah. With with Matt Sorensen and Mark Kohler. I mean, mean, that's that alone. Yeah, that was... It's like stand-up comedy and directed IRA all at once. Yeah. Can I be so bold? Corey just rolled his eyes. I saw that. <laughs> I do not appreciate that. I didn't see it, but I you felt know, yeah, it. Yeah, you felt I it? Felt yeah, it, we need that positive <laughs> energy in the studio. <laughs> Jerk. Okay, now, I will... Okay, so, rental property, we've done an entire show on the podcast, yeah. even on rentals. So Mark back. and I both own rentals in retirement accounts yeah, with have, LLCs. The, the same structure we just yep. talked about. Like, we do this. Yeah, I own a little meth lab. I mean, it's adorable. I mean, these guys are great. Lots of bling, pay with cash. Matt, a little more upper class. Yeah, level. a little more suburbia. Yeah. But that's, you know. You know, think golf course, you know, yeah. old couple out there sitting Maybe on like the Maybe like the municipal golf course. <laughs> let's not get, let's not get crazy here. <laughs> the, the Muni? The Muni. Yeah. <laughs> golf balls are flying in from everywhere. Yes. Dink. Dink. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair it's not the country club. Yeah. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah, a little different. We're talking beer and wife beater shirts out on the course. You know, like some yeah. guys out there going just nuts, hitting the ground with this club. Okay. Option two. We brought up flips. Hmm. Now, you're going to really use the same structure to fund this thing. You're going to have the LLC. Yeah. You might pool money from multiple accounts. Now you have an LLC dedicated to flips. Here's the big hurdle you're going to have. Now, Buckle up. Got to bring in a new terminology, a new word. UBIT. U-B-I-T. Or you unrelated debt, fin- debt. Unrelated business income tax. Yeah. UBIT or unrelated business income tax or taxable income. There's, yeah. you'll, you'll, it's tomato, tomato. You'll have a, a lot of people use that. It's acronym. a four-letter word. Yeah. It's a four-letter word that's no fun. Now, what this UBIT says is that if you're going to go out and compete with other fix and flippers in your IRA and do three or more deals a year, you're really a developer. You're not just a weekend hack doing two or three deals a year. You're out there competing with other people trying to feed their families. And if you are considered a professional developer, can I say that, mm-hmm. with your IRA, you got to pay tax like everybody else. And you're like, well, hold it. You guys told me I don't have to pay tax when I do real estate. With my Roth IRA or my IRA, and if I pull it out later, maybe, but if it's traditional, but why am I paying tax? The government wants to level the playing field. Think if your IRA owns a restaurant, you got to pay some tax like all the other restaurants because it's not fair. You can charge a little less for your mm-hmm. lunch menu, you know, lunch plate, plate, lunch special. So 
Same deal. So what we recommend clients that are doing flips, don't go crazy. Do two or three a year, make a great rate of return, take the profit, redeploy it into a rental maybe. But don't become a professional development company maybe inside your retirement account. It's you're Now you're talking Block or C-Corp, a whole other topic, but that's my initial thought. What would you yeah. say about flips? Yeah. So keep in mind, like one of the cool things about retirement accounts buying real estate is, is you know, when I buy property and sell it, let's say a flip or the rental, I don't pay tax on that. Okay. I don't, it's not, it's not like I got to do a 1031 exchange and have all these timing rules to buy something new. There's just no tax. Okay. Retirement accounts don't pay tax. It's like when you have Facebook stock in your IRA and you sell it for a gain, that money just goes back in your IRA and you've got more money in your account. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now in the Roth, of course, it comes out tax-free at retirement and the traditional you pay taxes, you're pulling the money out. But it's the same thing for real estate that it is for stocks. Now, when retirement accounts were created, the deal was if it's investment income, you don't pay tax when you're selling assets, real estate, stock, whatever it is. So, so if I'm selling a rental or I'm getting rental income, that's all investment income. If I'm selling a flip or two a year, that's also investment income. But if you're doing the three, four, definitely five or more, the IRS could look at your IRA and say, this isn't investment income anymore. This is business income. You're buying and selling too many properties where this looks like inventory in a business, like, like Mark said, a developer, and they want to charge this tax now. So now a lot of our clients, particularly with IRAs, can't even do more than two a year. You know, and Now, if you've got a lot of money in your account that you can redeploy and be doing multiple properties at a time, you could possibly do more. But we like to keep it to just doing one or two a year in your retirement account. Now, if your spouse has a separate account, cool. We can get away with one yep. or two in your spouse's account. Yep. I'm going to add one last thing to this, just so you get your terminology down as you start to maybe consider doing flips. Um, you're not going to use non-recourse lending, typically, because non-recourse lending is built for a long-term hold. Yeah. Uh, what money you're going to start looking at, if you don't have enough in your IRA, is called hard money. And that's a whole other topic. A lot of fix and flippers will use hard money, which means short-term money used to do repairs and improvements, and then sell and get out. And you're going to pay a little higher interest rate and points, but it's really there as a kind of a backstop for having to raise more capital on the front end. So you're going to use hard money until you can get a couple deals profit where you can self-fund all your projects. So keep in mind hard money. Also, when you're doing fix and flips, you have to show a lot of restraint. You are not able to put on a cool tool belt and play like Chip and Joanna and fixer up or down in Waco. You're, yeah. you're, you're hiring a contractor to do the work. And you're like, Ugh, well, I'm going to make less money on my flip. Well, you're not paying tax either. So chill. You got to, you got to play by the rules. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's flips. Yep. That's flips. Um, and I think probably the hardest thing is for those of you that do flips on the personal side and are used to kind of being really super involved, you do yeah. kind of got to take a step back and be like, all right, I'm managing things. Okay. I'm the coach. On the sidelines, I don't get to go in and play on the field, okay? Yeah. I get to tell people what to do, and I got my clipboard, and I'm making sure the craft's getting done, and I'm calling the shots, but I don't get to touch the ball and play, okay? <laughs> that's like your job. Yeah. And so, that's always hard for me when I coach T-ball, because I really try to jump in. and Oh, I know. I just, I, I want to play, and the kids, yeah. it doesn't go well. Parents yeah. throw things, call me names, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what I figured out why I'm so, this is a tiring podcast. You know why? Because. Normally, I don't, I don't have Matt sitting next to me. And so we have a wider angle lens. Mm. And look at, I have to keep sucked in here. Oh, I got to. Well, you look good. I, see, I just, 
upright. So if you're watching on YouTube, I'm like, uh, I'm flexing my stomach the whole time during this podcast. Yeah, it's not easy. This could not work out. Yeah, I guess. But Corey, we need to do something about that. So your abs? <laughs> Not my abs. Can't help you there. Angle. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. We don't want to fix my abs. We want to fix Let the me, camera angle. Let's give him a workout plan. Corey's <laughs> like, no Corey's like, I know what you eat in the studio, Mark. That's the problem. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All okay. right. We'll, we'll the- save the climax of the podcast for Brittany here in a minute. Okay. All right. Okay. So we want to make sure you stay yeah. on here because we got to talk about the vacation rental. Yeah. All right. So now, yeah. now, same LLC structure. LLC is going to own the vacation rental. You could even just be leasing the property and then basically subleasing it out for whatever short-term strategy you're doing. Okay. Now, um, in the vacation rental, one of the unique things is whether using Airbnb or VRBO, there's going to be a lot of fees coming through. You're going to link your LLC's bank account to those portals typically where that will collect and pay the money and also can take out money to cover expenses and fees. You could be using a, a property manager. I know there's lots of different ways to do this. Now, here's the tricky one that everyone wants to do with the vacation rental. They want to stay out. Oh, <laughs> hold it. Whoa. No. Okay. Someone's going to jail. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> when we're buying real estate with our IRA, we're buying investment properties. We are not buying properties for personal use. It can't be a property for your kids or, you know, any of, you know, you to stay at. This yeah. is an investment. Yeah. Now, the vacation rental, I always get the question. It's like, hey, it's a vacation rental. It's rented 51 weeks out of the year. And, you know, there's a week no one's going to use it. Can I go use it, Matt? No, you can't use it. Okay. You cannot benefit from your IRA's investment. It's just going to sit there. No one's going to use it, Matt. I know. I know it sounds stupid, right? You're congressman, but that's the rules. So no personal use, nor your spouse, kids, parents, anyone who's on this prohibited list. They can't use it. Yeah, and I know many of you are going to say, but I'm going to pay VRBO, the going rate. Pay the same thing. Pay the same. doesn't matter. So just stay away from the vacation rental. Now, I love the vacation rental strategy with your own personal money. Why go buy a place that you only go to? You know, that's kind of funny. A lot of people buy cabins and beach houses, and they think two things. One- we're going to go all the time. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> you don't. And so you you want to turn these into some cash flow. And that's why I love the great tax write-off that comes with a vacation property that you can use when your personal money is into it. The other thing I find, people go, yeah, I want to buy this cabin or beach house. And they go, not only do I never go, but when I go, all I do is work on it. Yeah. And they're like, it's no fun. Yeah. It's like I go to break, take a break, and all I'm doing is working on this darn thing. So I think – Turning your vacation property into a vacation home for yourself with your own money and creating cash flow, love. We talk about that all the time. Love it. But with your IRA, the reason why you're doing it, you may say, well, why why am I doing a vacation property with my IRA? Why not just a long-term rental? Rates of return. Mm-hmm. See, think about this. Let's say you've got a three-bed, two-bath in a, in a place that most people want to visit. You know, let's think right here in Idaho. I mean, yeah. people are... It's, it's it's a traffic jam out there. I know. People yeah. are, Matt's like, what the hell's going on? It's it's Idaho. You know, know. best kept secret. Yeah. yeah. So if I got a vacation, if I have a rental property, a three-two, or three-bed, two-bath here in this little town in Idaho, I might rent it for $1,200 a month. But if it's a vacation property, I might get $300 a night or $200 a night. Now, all of a sudden, if I can just rent it 10 nights out of the month, yeah. I've got 2000 in rent versus 1200 
Now it's true. You got to maybe uh, furnish the place and there's going to be costs with your booking agencies and all that. But a lot of times people find that if I can just rent my place half the month as a vacation rental, I'm making sometimes twice as much as a long-term rental. So that's why you do it. Now there's no UBIT, no UDF. I'm, um, oh, you could have UDFI though. If you had debt, yeah, yeah. if you had debt. Now, also, you can't provide services during the stay. So, you yeah. know, it's not like you're – this is not the bread, bed and breakfast where you're cooking them breakfast in the morning. That's you right. know, that would – that could cause you bit. This is just rental income, short-term rental income. Yeah. And the IRS has said – some of you go, well, it's short-term rental, so it must be short-term ordinary income. Nope. The IRS says as long as you don't act like a hotel – turn down – and I love turn down service. Mm. You know, it's always nice when you come back it to the is. room and – there's a little chocolate on your pillow. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You, this is a vacation rental. They got to deal with their dirty laundry during the stay. So, right. but it, but it's but it's it's passive. Yeah, yeah, and you can of course clean it in between stays. Obviously, yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> helpful. It helps with the <laughs> yeah. rental. Helps yeah, with your uh, rating on yeah. BRBO. That's not going to blow your. Uh, what I'm saying is that's not going to ruin your tax uh, your tax <laughs> structure. Okay, so we got the rental property. Of course, the the typical long term rental. Um, you can collect the rents, you know, you'll have the LLC bank account, you're paying the bills, the leases in the LLC, the LLC owns the property. You can flip the property, same thing, LLC is going to own the property, just don't work on it, all right, and be careful of how many flips you do a year, one or two, don't sweat it, three or four, talk to your tax lawyer, your CPA, five or more, you're probably going to have this tax called UBIT on all the flips you did that year. And a flip, by the way, when we're talking about that, that's a property you buy and sell within a 12-month window, Okay. So don't do more than two of those every year without getting a consult with your CPA or, or tax attorney. Okay. And then the Airbnb, just as a summary, while Mark's catching up on what's going on with Brittany, for the Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, you're totally lost me. This is so funny. Yeah, I, Mark could care less. I'm actually going to give you an update on Tiger Woods. This oh, is okay. new, new info. I All didn't right. know this. Okay, this really so <laughs> the Airbnb, <laughs> remember, you can't stay there. Don't provide services during the stay. That could cause a UBIT tax issue. Um and uh yeah yeah I think we pretty much yeah. for those that don't know yeah if you're listening to the podcast this is great but for those watching on YouTube you're gonna see I'm in trouble Matt's gonna be like can't you pay attention during yeah. the podcast but I have some important news okay, okay so I want to see this not a lot of news with Brittany but Tiger Woods and I, you know I feel I mean he's so talented it is it's very interesting his car accident they found out that he never hit the brake in the entire accident. He was going 87 miles an hour when he went off this curve, freaking airborne, 45 mile an hour speed limit. He was going 87. Hmm. Never hit the brake. And they did find that he was not impaired with drugs or alcohol. So why in the freak are you hitting the accelerator as you get air? Very interesting. So they said the little black box in the SUV showed that the accelerator was fully down. While he was going off this, what site is this from? Well, the Reuters, Inquirer, the Inquirer, Reuters. I saw Reuters. Reuters. Yeah, wow. yeah. This is this is all over. Yeah. So this that is sounds official. Pretty legit. We've got the Star, um, uh, okay. Ace How Biz, Ace's How Biz, Hollywood Biz. Dot com. Okay. No, I'm just joking. Right. Okay, but anyway, well, I hope you guys are okay. I try to keep it a little fun. I know Matt doesn't. He tries to bore you, but I really do. I'm committed to keeping the. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So I was a little no. disappointed. You did promise to give us an update on Brittany. Well, and okay. you failed. Okay. You no, had no. One job. <laughs> you had one job. An update on Britney Spears. Okay. Now, this is actually a little interesting. I mean, I like Tiger, but I could yeah, care less. Yeah. Britney, I'm interested. Okay. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, now 39. And looks like she's 29. I mean, Does she? Wow. I mean, I've got an update on what she looks okay, like. But, yeah. Okay. So, okay. If, for those of you that are here for the technical portion only and have had enough of us and our stupid humor, you can leave. Yeah. But give those, us a five-star review. Yes, please. Yeah. please. <laughs> on, the, on the content. Five-star five review. Now, for those who just want a little bit of an update, here's the interesting fact. This is actually very interesting. I, and from a legal standpoint, this is a legal tip. When Brittany kind of went off the deep end about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. she was – photographed doing some dumb stuff and and she admitted she went into rehab yeah. she was like i'm out of control i need help the court appointed a conservator yeah to now, all of her finances all of her finances yeah. she has no control of it they appointed her dad yeah now this has been going through the courts in california for a long time because the conservator law in california is very very aggressive brutal it is hard to get out of a conservatorship because the court says, if you needed a conservator, you better prove you are like, yeah, whatever. You know, you're like back on on the track. Brittany still to this day admits, I need a conservator. I want someone to handle my money. I just don't want my dad. Yeah. So it's a very unique case because she's trying to get him replaced with her um, boyfriend. No, her no. care manager, Jody Montgomery, oh. a woman. She wants Jody and her dad out. And she said recently, I am not going to perform. Until my dad is removed. I'm not going to make mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. until my dad is removed. And it's really quite sad. She she can't even go to Starbucks and get a drink without it being approved on a credit card and this and that. Her finances are locked down. So that's why you see the free Britney movement. Yeah. Let Britney be in charge of her own money again. Yeah. Well, no progress yet. Hmm. So All right. stay okay. tuned. Stay tuned. All Very right. interesting, right? Yeah. So do not I appoint thought. a conservator for me, please. Right. I think I can handle it for now. Okay. All Corey? Right. You might need one. Yeah. Don't shave your head and go crazy, all right? <laughs> yeah. Wear underwear. Do all those normal – just be a normal citizen. You should be okay. Yeah. Well, right. thanks everybody for tuning in to the Direct IRA podcast. If you're like, God, some of these things went over the top of my head, we're like 20-plus episodes in. We have probably the first five or six episodes are really the foundational ones to learn the basics on what the hell, heck self-directing is – learn what's called the prohibited transaction rules and just the process and procedure. And we even did another basic real estate one back at like episode six or seven. So feel free to jump back to learn and brush up on those. There might be some old content on what was happening with Brittany back then. Yes. Yes. But still interesting. Yep. Next week is open forum. So if you'd like to submit a question, easy, hard, there's never a dumb question. Please, if you have a question, go to uh, directed IRA. Dot com, com backslash is it backslash podcast. or forward slash whatever backslash backslash podcast yeah now of course if you go to directedira.com you will see the link to the podcast in the education section please go there and submit a question and we will do our best to answer it yeah. or subscribe get you a subscription to the magazine that will so thanks everybody <laughs> and we'll see you next week on the open forum show thanks everyone <laughs>